Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Yo soy Drácula, pero en español. Bienvenidos. A mí me encanta tacos y cosas hispanas. Soy alemán. Fui nazi. Ah, ¿Quién sabe? ¿Y qué tipo de bebida es tu favorito? ¿Sangría? We're going to be the first podcast with subtitles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for the show. I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Uh, coming to you live from last Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Where do we start? Uh, um, do you want to start with the Democratic debates? Yes. And kind of like cascade out and yes, I do. slowly the die from there? <laughs> the first... <laughs> wow, okay. Because <laughs> <The> f- <laughs> everything that's... that's um, been happening around Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren has made me want to uh, turn into like a raisin, just like slowly <laughs> crumbling inside myself. The first all white debates of 2020. Um, <laughs> it really, sh- I mean, I, I, I was a little surprised that Andrew Yang uh, didn't make it. Um, yeah, what was he doing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that freedom. Uh, What's it called? The Freedom Thousand Bucks a Month. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The um, Freedom Dividend, was it? <laughs> no, it's called um, Universal Basic Income. Right, that's the concept. Yeah. But he had a specific, like... Uh, free money! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I wonder who won that. Whoever whoever got that, like, you know... Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, <laughs> money. Who do you trust? Oh, Me? man. I'm giving out free money. And where is the Sanders? <laughs> He's at home. Um, you know, fighting the one percent. <laughs> oh man, I could sort of imagine Andrew Yang is like an Asian Joker. An Asian Joker, yeah. yeah. Just got to put like a, you know, one of those crooked smiles on him, and yeah, yeah. All right. Which one, Heath Ledger or um, Jared Leto? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go full cartoony with it. You know. All right, cool. <laughs> what are you smiling at? <laughs> Life's been good to me. <laughs> w X Y Z. All right. Uh, going too far to eighty nine. Batman. <laughs> it's one of the great Batman. It is. You know? It is. So, let's talk about the Democratic debate. Um, what did you, what were your thoughts on it? Because I didn't really get the chance to talk to you that much about, Mm -hmm. other than me complaining about like CNN sucks. Like (laughs) I kept texting you. It was like, this is bullshit. But it was true. I mean, I, I feel like most of the candidates spoke just, uh, sort of, um, re reinforced their talking points thus far. But it was really hard to ignore how biased CNN was against Bernie Sanders. I mean, there was um, a meme that was generated and went through the Internet really quickly, just showing like the um, uh, the taglines at the bottom of the screen that were referencing the questions that they were asking. And it was just like, you know, basically saying like why Bernie's wrong on certain positions and stuff like that it's like uh, like uh a lot like one of the questions that was leveled at bernie was um 
One of the uh, questions that was leveled at the candidates, not so much at Bernie, uh, it was leveled at the candidates saying, um, what do you think of, uh, uh, what would you do when Bernie's Medicare plan bankrupts America? It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the fuck is this? You would have thought it was Fox News um, yeah. with uh, the way that was written out. It was just like, this is, uh, this is so blatant. Um, it's it's it, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, are we surprised? I mean, CNN has has shown like like a two faced sort of approach to to a lot of things. You know, it's like they they've always sort of either tried to ignore Bernie Sanders or just straight up try to like kneecap him. Which is weird because sometimes they do have progressive like um, pundits like or uh, progressive journalists come up and. Uh, speak on their programs mm. uh, so i found it a little odd that they would just like turn like so completely on the most one of the most progressive candidates on that debate stage do you think maybe they're anti-semitic no 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 this doesn't reek of anti-semitism this do reeks you think of... they're ageist no but they start i feel like they they're kind they kind of skew that way mm. um yeah, I wouldn't say they're anti-ageist that 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 they're um that they're ageist or anti-Semitic. I think their approach was very anti-progressive. Mm. Mm. They don't like progressive politics. They think that it's a um. That I, I think that they're threatened by it. Yeah. Um, like news outlets like Politico, um, and the New York Times and CNN, they all skew towards um, center. Mm-hmm. Like they're very center um, status quo. Pol- uh, politi- they take that kind of media bias where it's like status quo media bias. Hmm. Uh, so when somebody like Bernie comes along, they're just like, you know, how do you feel that you're the devil? You know? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, well, I, uh, I'd like to bring up my policy. You know, he yeah. starts going into his. <laughs> it's like, let me make something very clear. <laughs> it is too hot in hell for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need a seat. <laughs> Preferably down to just below freezing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think I think Bernie did the best he could. And then inevitably the uh this feud, quote unquote, between uh Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, which is not really a feud. It's just something that it's, the media is trying to amp- amp up yeah you know? it's like ooh, look fight fight you know everybody's yeah. like fight and they're just like you know not really this is uh <laughs> more of a disagreement yeah but still uh um you know i'm a producer of the show uh sabrina and i have had a lot of conversations about this i think that's a nice way to put it because that you've got a real shiner going on right now <laughs> really isn't noticeable is it noticeable my cover-up is really like i feel like it's running into my uh one of your eyes is swollen shut and you just (laughs) drew a pupil (laughs) on the skin of your eye thinking that it would fool me this is the way my eye looks all the time yeah you just don't blink out of one eye (laughs) huh i can't hear my only this ear is is working right now (laughs) smack the hearing at you Mm. No, no, no. Uh, you know, jokes aside, um, it has been a weird few days with regards to 
how I viewed this whole bluster between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. With me uh, immediately taking the stance of, you know, Bernie did nothing wrong, and I think Warren's an opportunist mm-hmm. that uh, that has uh, used uh, underhanded political strategy to um, uh, to get a leg up. Yeah, to get a leg up on what her. Uh, what I I would see as falling, uh, her falling back in the polls. Yeah, yeah. But then, in talking with Sabrina, I have seen that this whole manufactured fight, mm-hmm. and I say manufactured because I think is has been amped up by what I see as something that was, and you know, this isn't going to win me any fa- any favors okay but i am starting to see bernie sanders campaign is not a hundred percent innocent in this case okay and i feel like a lot of progressive outlets are framing it as he was done dirty Mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is that this all started with the script Mm -hmm. that was um leaked out in a few that uh, that was you know leaked out in in two states saying that uh you know on behalf of the burnt of the Sanders campaign saying that Warren is great but she's her uh, her voters are affluent elitists more or less mm-hmm. i'm i'm paraphrasing they're affluent people who are always going to vote democratic mm-hmm. and she's not going to win over any new bases so the so the Sanders campaign has to appeal to the working class Warren came out and said, you know, Bernie's people are trashing me. Mm-hmm. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And then it changed. That's when it started to morph in the media eye. Uh, people are in Warren's campaign were just like, you know, that's not all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sanders, he said that women wouldn't be able to win the 2020 election. Huh. And that's when I felt like it went from, okay, these two, like, Sanders is... Uh, that's hit, when the media smelled yeah. blood in the water. Exactly. And the sharks will come. <laughs> I'm talking if a lot If you of... can make God bleed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want my bird. <laughs> it's like, you you want a bird? I can get you a bird. It's like, it's the, I want my bird. <laughs> you know... I, going off on this tangent because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite. That is, I think, one of my favorite Iron Man villains that's ever been. Yeah, Justin Hammer. Yeah, Sam Rockwell can dance. Yeah, he sure can. <laughs> he sure can. Um, he, he brings a a cartoony quality. Yeah. Um, that really works uh, on the screen. So hopefully we'll see him again. Yeah, um, I love the way he's like, let's say fromage. Remember <laughs> when he's trying to take a picture with with. Uh, Tony Stark and he and Tony's like, oh my god, you're so awful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, yeah, it translated anyway. so well. Is he in jail? Like uh, the Justin Hammer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sure yeah. they did that whole one shot with the Mandarin and. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm sure he'll pop up again at I some hope point. So. Yeah. So anyway, we're getting off track. Um, uh, it's part of the show. Yeah. It's what we do. <laughs> so tell me. What were your thoughts about this whole thing? Um, until tonight, <laughs> when a uh, producer of the show uh, 
sort of enlightened me in regards to the full narrative in terms of the timeline of, of this quote-unquote feud, not feud. Um, I thought that, I was of the impression that uh, an Elizabeth Warren staffer probably saw that, you know, her numbers haven't been doing so well the last few months. There, there's been a dip. And just thought up of this strategy to try to like whip things up and uh, perhaps uh, Elizabeth Warren had a conversation with somebody who then had a conversation with somebody else and it started to circulate that Bernie had said something along the lines of you know oh a woman can't win in the 2020 election when that's in fact what he did not say but if you cherry pick it it can be made um, to look that way see I agree with that 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 point I agree with um, right and 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 I think I think it's really unfortunate because um, it 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 takes it's sort of the low road to two people for two people who don't have to do that, and I feel it's mostly because of the actions of people who are under them. It's not to wash their hands completely of everything because you know they. You know, it's their campaign. The buck stops with them, right? But at the same time, these are huge machines that are behind them. They can't control every single gear. So when something comes out, it's gonna be it's gonna be reflected on them. On one side with Bernie, with uh, the script that came out, and on the other side with Elizabeth Warren, with these with acu- the statement, right? With the, with the statement, um, I feel like the two candidates, and I and I hope that they're speaking about this not on hot mics. Um, oh man, I have thoughts about that too. I hope that they come to some sort of understanding that like, this is not how we're going to do it because ultimately this sort of thing will only serve to, to help Biden and to, a to another extent to help Trump. Cause yeah, right. The, Cause these two, these two are no joke. They could very well get the nomination. And if either, like, obviously, like, I am, you know, despite my recent conflict, mm-hmm. and I say recent, like, within the past two days, yeah, uh, my recent conflicted feelings about Bernie Sanders, I have been, I, I, I'm definitely, like, behind him. Like, yeah. I, I want him to win the nomination. Same here. Despite the fact that I feel like... uh there have been some murky politics on behalf of both of them mm-hmm. uh, with regards to Sanders and Warren. And I don't like this because I feel like it takes away the message. Their core message is being muddled by petty celebrity catfight feuds that um, Th- that's... That, the, that media outlets like like the aforementioned like Politico and the New York Times and, you know, centrist uh, news outlets who want to keep things democratically status quo are trying to push on the rest of the public because they're just they, they don't they see Warren as more viable than Sanders. But still, if if Warren were to drop out and Biden would be their main pick, I think that uh, these news outlets would rejoice. Mm, mm. So. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I actually don't like. I feel like what it's, what it's done to me on a personal level. 
why? Why have you have you been? Because uh, you know, lately, you know, because I never thought I'd be the kind of person that would that wouldn't that wouldn't know the ball from the bounce. You know, mm-hmm. like I I would start to like I started arguing with with Sabrina about um, not arguing, but like having a very tense discussion about. Oh, I heard you guys yelling <laughs> as I was walking up to the building. <laughs> We were having a lot of tense discussion, and I felt like I wasn't hearing what um, what Sabrina was saying. I wasn't mm. hearing that. Um, like, I was just like, burn your bust, you know? <laughs> and then she was just like, you know, this this whole thing with the Sanders campaign and this, this script that came out, it's kind of weird. It is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Bernie and Elizabeth, they can stop it. And I feel like they're both smart people thoughtful people and genuine friends enough that they will take a moment at some point um hopefully they'll talk and they'll be like this is how we're going to approach it we're not going to let we're not going to let the media um steer us in this way they both want to win don't get me wrong and if you're in this race you should want to win but i feel like up until this point they have um They've also realized that they can't, they can't be what the other side is. Otherwise, they'll just sink. Um, they'll just sink both their campaigns. Right. Uh, and I, you know, and if it, if the nomination goes to either, it it'd be great. But you know, obviously, you know, if it went to Sanders, I'd be very, I'd be super happy. But at the same time, it's just this whole feud and how it starts and how the media is treating uh, both these uh, esteemed politicians, I feel carries an air. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm quoting Sabrina. It does carry an air of sexism. Mm-hmm. And and I don't like it. And I, and it's it's brought up some real conflicting feelings about me that make me feel kind of like Tom Steyer did when uh, he walked up <laughs> to both of them. And he was just like, hey, Bernie, can I get your autograph? Oh, geez, uh, uh, I, I, I guess you guys are doing something. Can I get your autograph? And you know, Bernie's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah, here you go. Here you go, kid. Get out of here. <laughs> Don't let me see you again. <laughs> Tom oh, shit. And that's another thing. It's like there needs to be a more, like, I, I think it would win over a bunch of people if, they quash they they quash this beef, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think it, if they did that, it would work wonders for them. They'd just be like, you know, they'd they talk about it in a more constructive way as opposed to uh, letting uh, comments leak out on hot mics by CNN, who's basically taking a Wendy Williams approach to this whole thing and being like, ooh, <laughs> look at this. It's like let's talk, let's talk about the tea, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like, fuck you, fuck you, CNN, fuck you. But I think I think you I think you hit it on the on the head before uh, we started recording. Um, I think that was a strategic move on uh, Elizabeth's uh, side, where she, you know, went up to Bernie and we found out later that she said, "Did you just call me a liar on national TV?" And Bernie was just like, "We're not doing this now." Like. You know, if we can talk about this, but we're not doing this now, which yeah. which was the smart move, you know, because it doesn't need to be turned into a Jerry Springer moment, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, exactly. Know, Did you say about my mama? Yeah. You know? 
it doesn't yeah that's that's that, that's when it goes from um it goes into trump style politics mm-hmm. where he's just like you know crazy warren and crazy sanders or whatever blah, blah, blah. you know that's when it turns into name calling and like next thing you know Warren and Sanders are kind of like following it, looming over each other as they're walking. <laughs> um, just like what Trump did to Hillary during yeah. that, that infamous debate. That's I look back at that piece of video and it's just so creepy. Like somebody needed to like snuff him on stage just as he <laughs> you're just just like a, a classic New York just mush on the side of the head. <laughs> Fuck you doing, son, you know. But <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Like who is that? That that was that was Craig. He works uh you know, he's part of the production team. So <laughs> I think they're going to quash it. I think that this is going to be so. I think this is going to be a non-issue. And I feel like with the um, impeachment trial that um, has begun, they just, you know, swore in all the senators. What was it yesterday or today? Um, and it's going to officially like really kick off probably Wednesday of uh, next week. I feel like it'll finally bring things back to perspective like yes this is what's going on in the country this is the serious thing that we this is what we're fighting against you know yeah and, because well and if there's anything that we can depend upon is that trump will will say or do some stupid shit that will bring the attention right back to him you know what's weird is because like i i have been paying attention to this warren sanders thing for like laser focus and i'm talking about like just like reading every article coming through like all this stuff. It's like watching your parents fight. Yeah, That's exactly. Why I know. <laughs> and, I, the, and the whole thing has made me feel like, you know, when Cap fought Tony uh, you know, <laughs> at the end of Civil War, I'm just like, I don't know how to feel. I like them both. <laughs> I do like Tony more, but geez, you know, I just wish they wouldn't fight. Um, but yes, uh, with the, while this is happening, you know, fucking what's his name? Uh, Baron Zemo is off doing his own, you know, crazy. And by Baron Zemo, I mean Trump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and his ilk are off d- running around doing God knows what. And mm. they, you know what? I've checked the news and they don't disappoint because that bombshell shit that's happened with Lev Parnas. Wow, the, uh, man. The, the, the legal aid to Rudy Giuliani has, it's, it's, um, it's fodder. That dude. <laughs> flipped so fast like he <laughs> he was just i mean it's like henry hill on like the, on the stand he's like him he did it <laughs> it was <laughs> that's the last time we get jimmy the squealer on, on the on the stand you know i feel like they need to replace uh takashi 69 in that meme that was oh, yeah. uh, going around a few months ago where he's in court and he he looks like he's spilling the beans yeah. to, about everybody they need to replace him with like you know Lev, Lev Parnas and yeah. with like with the rainbow hair or with the, the rainbow the hair like let me tell you about all the shit he had me do man he wanted me <laughs> dude it is some crazy crazy shit that implicates not only Trump in that whole quid pro quo thing but Mike Pence, Mike Pence, and Bill Barr, and, and, uh, yeah, Attorney General Bill Barr. Whoo, man, this this looks bad. It stinks to high fucking heaven. And he was like, you know, um, John Bolton knows that. Like, I didn't. He was like, I didn't have a real, you know, rapport with John Bolton, but Bolton knew some shit. So mm. you know, if he takes the stand, he's gonna say some. He's gonna spill dat tea. Um. As it were, mm. I uh, 
I just hope he keeps at it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I hope that more people uh, on that side of the aisle, on that side of things, uh, just realize, as Love Partners has, that Trump is not going to protect them. No, he already was just like, uh, you know, playing the whole Mariah Carey card when she was like, <laughs> do you know Jennifer Lopez? No, I don't know her. He's I, don't, like, <laughs> I don't know her. Because <laughs> <laughs> Trump was, he he said like, God, like they did a super, I, I forget on which show, they did a super cut of him being like, I don't know him. I, I've never met him. Yeah. Who? Less, less Parnass. <laughs> uh, and even Devin Nunes, they, they had him, he called Lev Parnas less Parnas because uh, okay. he doesn't, you know, because he's a fucking idiot who um, who uh, just refuses to uh, read. To, yeah, <laughs> refuses to read or just like doesn't know that he his um, that he's wearing like he's got a horrible poker face. <laughs> like it's written all over his face that he knows like, holy shit, the other shoe is about to drop. Wow. He's like, I, I don't know this person. Uh, I've never heard of this person. You know, this and that. You know, The Daily Show did a great clip where you, you know how sometimes Facebook will automatically generate a video for you when you've hit like a certain friendship milestone with one of your Facebook friends. Yes. So they did the classic one where it's just a hand putting down photos of like moments and then with the occasional um, like... Uh, a little square that says you guys have been through a lot together and then it follows with more photos and stuff like that and it was only like just a ton of photos of trump and lev parnas just one after the other after the other it's just like you guys have you know shared a lot of moments together it's like <laughs> one after another after another it was just it was so good I'll you know what's you crazy about that is that lev parnas when they when they confronted lev parnas on one of these you know morning shows they were just like, um, you know, he said that he doesn't that Trump Trump has said that he doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, every time he says that he doesn't know me, I'm just going to release another picture. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, that's going to look like, uh, you know, of like the volume of uh, Nightfall with all those pictures, <laughs> like just like giant volumes of, of books. Um, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, I do enjoy that kind of petty shit. Yeah, like, me too. It's like you don't know me, you know. It's just like it's like not claiming your kids, you know, and <laughs> and you have your baby mama show up at your job, like you better claim these kids, yeah, or like they're on an episode of Maury, and it's like you are the father, it's and like, he's like, oh, and shit. he's like, no, that kid doesn't look anything like me, <laughs> you know. It cuts to the kid, and the kid just looks like a <laughs> small version of the guy. <sighs> Good lord! Um, so yeah, that's that's cur- and you know what the craziest part of this whole thing is that um you know there have been texts and emails regard regarding Lev Parnas and um and him tracking uh ex ambassador to the Ukraine uh Marie Ivanovich that shit is creepy what the fuck was that like with with the fact that like he was tracking her movements mm-hmm. like following her around what like what was the end game there I'm curious what I, was the end game there he he thinks that he's a uh He's a mafia hitman. Um, he thinks that he's doing like he's trying to he was trying to get in good with Trump. But it was the stupidest level of of tracking that I think has ever been done in the history of crime. 
Because there were there were emails and emails and texts. It's just like while I'm doing this, let me just mount evidence of my activities. Like not even hiding it. Just like the fact that like they might as well have been throwing paper airplanes at each other with like messages on it. Seriously. Um. But god damn, like it's just Confederacy of dunces. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. I feel like um I feel like that's going to be the new DC property <laughs> to like, you know, hit the airways, yeah. you know. Confederacy. Confederacy of dunces. <laughs> the Donald Trump's the Donald Donald Trump story. <laughs> Every time they say Donald John Trump um because they announced the article, Adam Schiff announced the articles yeah. of impeachment. Um I I always think that it it never sounds right to me, so I'm always like Donald 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 Trump um, <laughs> what else are we oh, this, 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 all this all this politics is, is making me uh, it's making me thirsty mm. if anybody knows me you know that I'm a fan of Kanye West <laughs> you do you have all his albums all his albums you know I've met him twice mm. no that's bullshit like I uh you help wire his mouth shut when he had that accident. I would power bomb him into a fucking <laughs> jagged box of glass, you know. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Fuck Kanye West, seriously. So uh, he's attending the Awaken rally, which is notoriously anti-LGBTQ+. plus. First of all, what a creepy name for a rally, the Awaken. Yeah. It sounds like it's happening at night in the forest. Right. And then you around know, a fire <laughs> with all these like, you know, satanic, you know, Baphomet uh, statues around. Oh, awaken, awaken. Beelzebub, the conquering worm. But first, Kanye West, you yeah. know. <laughs> Followed by Dracula. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But why? Like. Because Why? He, because he's taken this whole like um you know he released an album called Jesus is King and announced that he's an evangelical Christian. Okay. And you know like most evangelical Christians they um they pray the gay way. And they uh pray the gay way. Huh? And they also try to um you know they pray that uh what is it? They pray that Michelle Obama is revealed as a transgender uh woman. You know, these people are so disgusting. Yes. Um, they know their their depravity knows no bounds. I've I've always I've absolutely always hated that uh, white supremacist talking point. Uh, it's not even a talking point. It's just a vicious. It's just vicious slander. And anybody who even remotely tries to pick up on that, I just you have no credibility. Yeah. Um, Kanye West is in a lot of trouble like i i can't the more i i see him speak out the more i think he's having a psychological breakdown or perhaps he's gone i undiagnosed as being somewhere on the um somewhere on the spectrum no well it's it's gone on record that he's he's bipolar is he really and then he's not even, he's not taking his meds like he's mm. he's very proud of that fact that he's not taking his meds well apparently he he doesn't have any sort of um support circle or friends because he is wiling out yeah um so uh again like um we were talking to sabrina about this 
she was wondering like if if and when Kim was going to divorce his ass. I think I'm quoting her verbatim. I think, oh boy, divorce. Mm. Do people in that circle of Hollywood or entertainment do they get divorced, or does it just blow up into drama, and then eventually they just part ways? It may. I don't know. For me, I think that it makes for good ratings, and the Kardashians don't shy. I know this at veered into like kardashian hate fest but um uh but i think that um they're the kind of people that enjoy um publicity no matter if it's good or bad but um you know i can agree on that but this is the kind of bad press that could lose them viewers true uh given you know uh i don't know given that they have uh, um, a transgender uh, woman in their family, you know, yep. with Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. So, who I don't her, know. It's uh, who it, is also a re- a, re- a card carrying Republican, and mm-hmm. and has which said is problematic in itself. And I don't know. I don't know. Has it's, said problematic things about um, gay marriage in the past that sort of made everybody go, "What?" Yeah, like I think that marriage is traditionally between a man and a woman. Um, I think that when you reach a level of fame and you're um, in this kind of celebrity bubble, you kind of lose track of what is like you don't have your ear to the ground anymore. You kind of are cut off from everything else. And all you can see is like you're detached from reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. It's that's exactly Three what days it is. Later. but that's exactly it's exactly what it is like could you imagine like you were just look (laughs) correct me if my language isn't isn't the best here but like you were just a man a few years ago right and now you've uh decided to you know live your truth and you are now a woman right this is not something that exactly falls within the sphere of like what most people would deem as traditional and for you to come out and criticize (laughs) a movement that has been fighting for equality for decades, if not longer, especially in this country, it's, it just sounds so hypocritical and it, and it reeks of somebody who is, who has enough money to be insulated from, from those particular problems. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't speak to. Uh, it's like when. It's like when fucking little. Who was it? Was it Little Wayne or one of these other? Uh, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But one of these other like uh, black rappers who said something like, "Oh, I've never experienced uh, racism," you know, personally. Oh, and man, it's just it's I, one of one of those like within the last few years yeah, who I, I said some shit like yeah. that, and it's just like what. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I want to say it's Raven Simone who said that, but she said, said "Oh no, she she just doesn't exactly think of herself as black, or right, right, along right. those lines." But yeah, there's a lot of problems, you know, when you got that much money. I think the. I think, and um, uh, again, I'll, I'll, we we apologize if our if our language is is wrong in this with with this respect. Um, I think the the way to say that is uh, they're assigned male at birth, mm-hmm. and then they live their truth. Okay. 
So okay. um, just uh, I didn't want to correct you there. No, no, no. Like, that's yeah. uh, I that's I knew that my language may not be exactly uh, correct on that. But, right. you know, what I was trying to highlight is that you you experience something that is very difficult for that community to come to the realization of who you really are and then taking the steps to fully realize that which should be celebrated and supported but at, then at the same time turning around to a community that is very very close to yours that has been fighting for nothing but equality that right. takes it, it and the thing is when you're fighting for your rights you're not taking anything from anybody else right and to say something like that it was just, i remember um Caitlyn Jenner was on the Ellen DeGeneres show when she said that. And Ellen looked at her like, are you fucking stupid? Like, yeah, but what? Ellen, uh, you know, what's funny about that is that Ellen is also problematic in, oh man, everybody's problematic. Everybody, um, look, nobody, <laughs> nope, nobody's, nobody's perfect, but sometimes, but when somebody says something correct, you know, you got to call a spade a spade. Right, You right, know, right. it's like, they're, there have been times when Ellen has been problematic, but she knows I was with her on in her reaction toward yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. It's just like it just made no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But with regards to this, I wonder if, if uh, and I'm not expecting uh, Caitlyn Jenner to release a statement, but I wonder how um, how the family feels now that this this whole, um, you know, Kanye attending this rally uh, what this is what kind of uh feelings this is going to stir up with with that but and you know what you know what else this is, it is? this is the it's lead up to either I... a new product dropped by kim kardashian or probably another fucking mixtape by kanye like yeah. this is what happens you know what uh, i was just like i really i just realized i don't care yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm like uh, i only care because like kanye is seen like um is seen as like this, you know, um, you know, he, he's a celebrity and mm-hmm. um, he's a celebrity of color and a lot of people still revere him. So for him to come around and, and do this shit and, you know, wear the MAGA hats and just it to me, it, it just it bu- it bugs me, yeah. you know, and, and when he first started out, like I kind of, uh, you know, he was kind of um he he wasn't Kendrick, mm-hmm. but he had a little bit of that that streak in him where he was just like you know we need to have black leaders, mm-hmm. um, and f- this just feels like a betrayal. Yeah. Ah well, whatever. So <laughs> he doesn't just... he doesn't even exist to me. Yeah, not really. Well, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Let's switch gears because now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Switching gears. Yeah. Um, you know, the Morbius trailer, you texted me when that came out. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you were like, it's a. You you started out the text really excited. It's like, the Morbius trailer just dropped. It's a lot of meh. <laughs> I don't think I said it's meh. I, I was like, it's confusing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, it is. It looks like it should have been made in the early 2000s. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Because uh, I was just like, this 
this feels dated. There's something about it that's dated. Like it should have come out at around the same time or maybe just after Blade, you know? Yeah. I'm not particularly excited about it. There are, you know, little drops here and there of the wider Sony-verse that they put in there. For, in particular, um, he walked by a particular uh, mural uh, of Spider-Man that on top of it, it was uh, they had sprayed the words murderer. Yeah. So this ties it into, <coughs> sorry, far from home. Um, right. Which is like, okay, great. But then people have pointed out that the poster mm-hmm. shows um, Spider-Man in his Sam Raimi suit. Yeah. To which I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? I'm I'm wondering if that was on purpose or was that somebody's just slip up? Yeah. They were just like, get me pictures of Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> um, and um, what else? Michael Keaton showing up at the end? Yeah. So Vulture's in it. Yeah. Okay. And they know each other. Like. Okay. I bet I bet they don't. I bet that's the only interaction that they have in the film. I, and they just threw it in the trailer be like, "Oh, they're universe building." But then that's it. Yeah. I bet that's the cuz I just don't see them getting Michael Keaton for like for a lot for a lot of the the a lot of screen time. Yeah. Oh, who knows. The thing that that also throws me off is is that logo again of in association with Marvel? It's like <laughs> that's like Hunt's ketchup, right? <laughs> it's like it's ketchup, but is it really? <laughs> it feels very like it feels very lawyery. Yes. It's like it's like there should be just a you know some clip art of a guy in a suit, you know, off onto the side, like you know, pointing his finger, like it's not really Marvel. Yeah. But in association with, <laughs> meaning the lots were within three miles of each other. Right. So. Patent pending, patent pending, right. patent pending. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, whatever, you yeah. know, I'm sure fucking Venom will probably walk through the background or oh, something like that. That'd be hilarious if you know? he did. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> God, Venom. You know, I tried watching that movie again the other day. And really? I, yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? Because in the new TV, I was mm. like, you know what? Um, let me let me see how it looks. You know, well, yeah, I was watching Venom, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This is this is low. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, Are you drinking moonshine yeah. while you're watching. It's just like fuck, fuck it all, fuck it all. Just throw a bottle of wild turkey at my TV screen. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right. Let, more the, Morbius, whatever we we'll see where that goes. Uh, yeah, uh, it could be. Who knows? It could be good. It, it's just that the way he gets his vampire powers. It's it's set up in the trailer. It's a little weird. Oh like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't change that whole like origin story that he actually got his his powers from vampire bats. Oh. And I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. Um. All right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it could be good. It could be cats slash do little bad. Oh. I had to take the shot. The shot was right there. Oh, man. 
You want to talk about the uh, the critical uh, review? Let's just let's just touch on. I mean, like, I'll just say I was right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, they they couldn't sell me on this uh, this silly concept, and it's resulted in lackluster reviews. And I'm just like thinking, Robert Downey Jr. could have done anything. Anything you just want him to be Iron Doolittle is what you want. Iron Doolittle <laughs> is even even worse idea than regular Doolittle because that <laughs> suggests that he requires an iron suit to talk to animals, which in itself is a bad idea. Like it's just ugh. <laughs> nobody. Ugh. Come on, man! It's a it's a classic. Oh yes, it's this classic British story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really don't. I don't care. I'm I'm just like it's it's January. January movies suck anyway. So, mm. um, look, he's 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 not hurting for money. He's just tossing his net out there, see what seeing what works. Yeah, you, you know? know, he doesn't need o- another story on his house. He does. <laughs> this will bring it up to like what ten stories. Yeah, at know, this exactly. Point. <laughs> um, but he. Uh, Look, he's he, he's gonna he's just gonna try a few things. He's gonna find himself backpack around Europe for a little while. You know <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No way! Come on, it's not some college student. He just he fucking you know. Look, nobody wants to be one particular role, especially something as crazy as the MCU forever. I mean, this think about it with something as massive as the MCU uh, being Iron Man, being in an, in an Avengers film. Like, there must be rewrites almost every day. So, learning the sc- when you learn the script, you're not really learning the script. You, True. Just, you just sort of have, like, a, a working understanding. And then, on top of that, like, all the, uh, what I think uh, you folks in the industry call hurry, uh, hurrying up to wait. <laughs> okay. Like, there must be a lot of that, and that's why he has a trailer village uh, hmm. On all the sets, it's not. He doesn't just have his trailer; he has a series of trailers, and it's a goddamn honor if you're another person on the set and he invites you to his trailer village for lunch. You better fucking go. Right. When Robert calls, you go. Okay. And I'm just, you know, quoting uh, other cast members. There was also a point, and you know, it's sort of him throwing around uh, his weight a little bit. At least this is the way I'm interpreting it. And I'm pulling all of this because he was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast. So Yeah, I saw that. I listened to a few snippets. And he was, you know how in some of the earlier films he would wear like the um, the partial Iron Man suit on his uh, upper torso? Yes. And stuff like that. And at one point he spoke to like the VFX guys or whoever's in charge of that. And was just like, do you really need this? Do you really need me to wear this? And they're just like, well, um, for reference, he was just like, all right, look, I'll do your favor. For, like, the first take, I'll wear it. Then after that, just put the dots on me. <laughs> and I was just like... That's cool. God damn. Meanwhile, Vision is over here in, like, 10 hours of makeup. He was just like, there's nothing I could do. I have to wear this. I'm you know? so hot. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Poor... Uh, the only the thing that, comes to, that springs to mind immediately is Oscar Isaac in the apocalypse suit. Have you ever heard him talk about that? No. Oh my God! He was just like when they've asked him because he did a, in, in an interview, or, you know, regarding all the characters that he's played so far, mm-hmm. 
and when he talks about apocalypse you know in uh x-men apocalypse respectively uh-huh. uh he talks about how he the suit he was constantly hot you know because it's super bulky and they had to like pump air into the suit for wow. him not to like for him not to fall over from like, <laughs> heat exhaustion or dehydration and um and he couldn't tilt his head and he, and <laughs> he says you kind of see it because uh every time i turn around I'm kind of turning all the way around with my body. For sure. And he's like, there have been a few moments where I've almost killed myself because <laughs> I was turning and I didn't know where I was going. And if I fall in that suit, I would have died. He had uh, the original bat suit problem, basically. <laughs> yeah. But, well, it was like the bat suit combined with the juggernaut suit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just one solid piece. Ah. That movie sucks. Man. He would have been. He's he, to me. He, I, I, that was miscasting. Him as Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think should have been uh, Apocalypse? The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock. Jo- Why is that funny? No, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love The Rock. He. he, he like he would have played it hammy. I would have liked it. No, no, for sure. You know, I could see him. You know, <laughs> do you smell what the apocalypse is? You know, roasting. I guess I could just see him in that makeup. He's like, everything they built will fall, <laughs> and from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one. It's like, why are you up on the ropes? You know. <laughs> Finally, Apocalypse has come back (laughs) to Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nah. Oh, come on, man. I think I think you know. In this era where Dave Bautista can like play Drax the Destroyer, I think The Rock would have been a great pick for the for Apocalypse. I would love to be proven wrong because I think Apocalypse, as terrible as that movie was, I think. Oscar Isaacs bought um, a nuance to it that is necessary in Apocalypse. There are other ways that it could have been played, but Apocalypse is this sort of like ethereal, almost, he's essentially an immortal mutant. He's the first one. Um, And there's a nuance that needs to be inserted into the character that I just haven't seen The Rock do (laughs) ever on film. The Rock is not about subtlety. You know, no, he's not subtle. But uh, when has Apocalypse ever been subtle? I mean, his name is Apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> That's what modern men call him. His real name is Insaba Nur. Oh, God. All right. Here we go. Look, <laughs> just if we're going to talk about Apocalypse, uh, let's do it correctly. Oh, um, spreading all over me. That's right. But, uh, you know, he... he, he he is, he is not like a stupid he he has big ideas but he is he is nuanced in the way that he does certain things he's got big plans but he's not just like i'm going to run through a wall and blah 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 you know you know you know who would have been my second pick for apocalypse um henry cavill okay yeah there you go okay right. i can see that All right see there we go we we appreciate it there we go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, let's touch on this a little bit and then wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, b- uh, 
producer of the James Bond films, Barbara Broccoli, uh. Uh, whose name is a joy to say, <laughs> it, uh, says that... Um, uh, she sounds like a character on the VeggieTales movie. I know, know, right? <laughs> Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> we call her Babs. You know, she brings. <laughs> I don't think that women should be blonde. You know? <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I, uh, you know, what? did she qualify her statement? Let's just put it that way. Like, what do you mean qualify her statement? Like, did she just say she's like, I don't think women should be blonde? Did she give a reason? No, she didn't give a reason. So it's just a fucking feeling. It's just like it's an opinion. There's nothing Well, there's it, nothing that gives weight to it. Like why can't a woman be bond? Cuz look. Oh man, this is like what's happening to me lately? I'm just I feel like I'm turning into a male chauvinist, you know. <laughs> um I think women don't have to like usurp male characters i feel like they can create their own characters yeah. and and like if if they introduce like they have a new 007 mm-hmm. that i like yes um which they and they picked a great actress to mm-hmm. be the new 007 and i think that is perfect mm-hmm. that's a great way to transition from bond away from bond because to me, James Bond carry that name alone carries Bond carries with it like this kind of weird sexist streak, and for another woman to take over this the title of Agent 007, to me makes sense in a narrative way okay. instead of like re- like rebooting the character and gender bending it. Mm-hmm. Also, that 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 phrase gender bending. I don't. I've, I've never felt comfortable with that. So I don't know. D- d- am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Yes. Tell me. Yeah. Um, okay, you are wrong, you. and I'll tell you. And I'll and I'll say. I'll <laughs> thank say. Thank you. I'll say this because <laughs> educate me, please. <laughs> it's just because be- I do feel kind of stupid just saying. No, this it's shit. Not, no. You're not. No, you're not stupid. It's just that these these characters are construct of uh, white male cis cis white male heterosexuality this idealized um over over sexualized uh image that i feel needs to be replaced with different kinds of actors and genders um in order to tear this whole shit down it's like enough this is this is a dinosaur that we're trying to keep alive true right but I, I just, you know, there's something that I appreciate more about, like, if it was like, you know, they did the whole music. And it's yeah. like, it's like 007, Keisha Locke, you know? Oh, for sure. For and sure. I'd be like, yeah, all right. Oh, I'm down Instead for that, Instead of like too, yeah. Jane Bond, it's like, okay. I'm down, I'm down for that, too. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I understand what you're saying. I just don't want these characters to be looked at something that is immutable that is something that you can't touch it because it's always been this way true it's not really an excuse true you know it's like there's a lot of shit that was a certain way for a long time and then looking back on it now we're just like oh you know maybe it wasn't the best thing i think this is one of those things like like i'm kind of like and and it's not like i'm opposed to the concept at all it's just there's something about the Bond franchise that I think um, Ms. Broccoli, like, 
I'm not saying I agree. With, you know what? I am saying I'm, I agree with her on it. Despite the fact, like, I feel like I'm getting, I, I'm turning around more to your point of view. Uh, Should, can there be other original characters who are, exist within the double O universe? And, you know, yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like they should do that too. I feel like both can happen concurrently and it'll be fine, you know? And then one day, and just because, you know, they'll have like a female James Bond at, at some point, if that ever happens, does it mean that it can never be a white guy again? No, it doesn't. Maybe they can, maybe they can like switch it up from, from year to year. But it's just like the fact that it's like, Oh, we have this one formula and it just stays the same way forever. And it should never be touched. It's just like, I don't buy that because these roles were created in a time when they're, you literally gave nobody else another, another option. Yeah. Am I? I'm. No, is look, that wrong. It, is that wrong? It's not. No, it's not wrong. I, I get, I get the whole. You know, wanting the continuation of this particular thing. We shall see. We shall see. Um, from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes Texas. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, and while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Just chat them with a friend, y'all, and we That's why you have the upper hand right, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Tell them if I got to bring it up from the So that I can turn on yeah. dirt